Welcome to Soul Wisdom Transitions, the podcast that explores the spiritual and emotional transitions that shape our lives. I'm your host, Terry, and in each episode, we'll be diving deep into the stories, insights, and messages we have all received over the course of our lives. I call these messages our PTS, post-traumatic stories. During each episode, we will explore how to identify our stories, when and how they started, and most importantly, how to change our reaction to our triggers into a response that will enable us to experience the outcome we desire. From navigating grief and loss to exploring new paths of self-discovery and growth, Soul Wisdom Transitions is your guide to overcoming life's challenges and triggers with grace, resilience, and authenticity. So sit back, relax, and join us on this journey of discovery and transformation. Welcome, seekers of truth and wisdom, to Soul Wisdom Transitions, where we embrace the magical dance between the mind, the body, and the spirit. This sacred place is dedicated to guiding you on a soulful journey of self-discovery, personal growth, and spiritual awakening. Get ready to harness the power within as we embark on our transformational odyssey towards a more enlightened and fulfilling existence. Open your hearts and minds for the wisdom of the soul awaits. Let's transition begin. I am your host, Terry, and today we have a very special guest joining us. Please welcome Odilia Elgarat. Odilia is an accomplished author and guided autobiography instructor. She empowers women on their transformational writing journey towards self-forgiveness with a profound understanding of the healing powers of storytelling. She expertly guides individuals to reflect, write, share, and preserve their personal narratives, tapping into their intuition and inner wisdom. With a degree in cultural creation and production from Sapir College in Israel, Odelia possesses a diverse background that enriches her writing and teaching approach. To bring authenticity to her career, she has taken the bold step and launched a successful writing coaching business to provide aspiring authors a safe platform to bring their stories to the world. Odelia's compassion and dedication help others find healing and growth through writing shines through her work and leaves a positive impact on the lives of those she guides. Her commitment to promote self-expression and self-discovery continue to touch the hearts of many leaving a legacy of empowerment and self-awareness. Through her writing coach business, she strives to make a difference in the lives of her clients, encouraging them to embrace their stories and find their voices as they embark on their personal writing journeys. Residing in Highlands Ranch, Colorado, Odelia finds inspiration in the beauty of nature that surrounds her. She shares her life with her loving husband, four wonderful children, and their loyal companion, Aristo. I had the fabulous opportunity of meeting Odelia at a speaker's event that we were both invited to as authors, and we've been in touch since then. Thank you, Odelia, for being with us here today. Thank you for having me. Is this the first time you've been on a podcast? No, I 
was in a lot of podcasts. I love podcasts. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So let's dive right in. Uh, your work focuses on helping individual women embrace the transformative power of writing their stories and leading them towards self-understanding and self-forgiveness. Can you share a little bit about what inspired you to embark on this path? Yeah, um, actually, it's my own story. And I always love to write. And I begin to write when I was 10 years old. And it was my first time. And since then, I was writing. But I never did that like I did a few years ago when I began my uh, writing journey for my first uh, memoir, You Are Allowed. And uh, since then, everything changed for me. And this was the beginning of a new journey in writing, but mostly to help other people to get through what I did with my own experience. Excellent. All right. So during the course of your journey, have you ever found yourself in a difficult or challenging situation and you heard that soft whisper of your soul wisdom trying to give you a message. Did you choose to ignore it or shut it down? Or did you embrace that, which led you on to your current journey? I had a lot of, all my life, I had the little wisdom voice or inner voice telling me. And most of the time I listen, <laughs> most of the time. I'm aware of my little wisdom or voice or intuition. I'm really intuitive. And so um, I think the most, so the idea the most, it was through my writing. Yeah, through my writing. When I'm writing, I'm, I'm super aware of my, of that. Yeah. Yeah. Writing is the opportunity for me to slow down and look uh, inside. And how do you bring that knowing and that intuition? How do you share that with your writing clients? Do you encourage them to listen to their own voices? Yes. Yes. So what I'm doing when I'm actually, I love to tell, uh, to call myself a guide more than a coach. You know, I'm more <laughs> guiding them with their intuition and their story. And when we are doing a work together, it's mostly about uh, about them, not about me. So I help them to listen to themselves, to okay. uh, inner voice or intuition. Or it's not about me; it's about them. <laughs> so, okay. And what? How do you start out with your client and just give them the safe space that they need? to actually access those stories and know yeah. that it's okay to, even if you don't get published, as you you and I both know, exactly. it's always a really good thing to just get it out. Exactly. And, you know, there are some times that you have to get through or get out the trauma, the bad stories. And it, it could be anything from like serious trauma to just a very challenging upbringing. But I have found that once you write that out and get that down on paper and usually pen to paper and not, exactly. you know, keyboards, it opens up the wealth of knowledge that you had within you. Do you find that with your clients? 
Yeah, because actually that's what we are doing in my workshop. It's actually with paper and a pencil. <laughs> but because the act of writing on a paper is actually doing magic in your brain and it's actually connecting you to your creative side of the brain and it's like uh, doing magic. But my workshop, we are trying to first do a little, a small, short meditation. And then I bring to my workshop a little container with a lot of good stuff in, you know, that smell really good, like Pisces or some stuff from my laundry room. And we are smelling that or plants or whatever. I'm bringing a lot of good smells. And so first we smell and we test our chocolate and we touch some fabrics and we are more aware of our senses because I think we are using our senses a lot, but we never remember what we are doing actually, right? We are not aware. So first of all, we are doing that. We are more aware about we are looking around and it's really colorful and it smells good. And then after that, when they remember they have senses they can use, <laughs> we are looking inside, but also with a meditation and a lot of breathing in and breathing out. And then we are looking and I'm looking for just one word or two words. I'm not looking for a story to begin. I'm just asking for one word. So now I'm bringing a uh, small rocks with a word on each of them and everyone pick a word or sometime I just say, just write one word and we begin from that word and it can be anything. I told them every time it's just whatever. There is no such thing right or wrong. Right. It's, it's all very different for, you know, it's very individualistic. Is that a word? Individualistic. But as you pointed out, so many of our senses, especially the sense of smell, is connected to our memories. So, you know, you may bring out, like you said, your laundry detergent or something from the cleaning room. Somebody takes a smell of that and said, oh my gosh, my mother used that all the time. And I remember helping her with the laundry. So it's yeah. the, and the, the sense of touch. And it's like, okay, where have I felt that before? Why do I know this? So very profound. And, and it's what I find working with clients like the way you do is you can actually see the light bulb go off in their head when the connection is made. And it's a different scent for everyone. And, you know, maybe you smell something and it's like, I've never heard of this before. Why do I know this? And you find out that it was the same aftershave that your dad used. I have an example. I really love yellow flowers and the tulips, mostly the yellow tulips. And I never know why. I'm like, oh, I love that so much. It's something really inside of me, really profound, deep inside. And I find a picture of me when I was a baby in my parents' home in Paris. And all the houses with yellow tulips. And I'm like, 
Oh my goodness. And it's always doing me. Yeah. And it's also a really good feeling, a warm feeling, you know, like a hug. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Now I know why I love that. Yeah. That was your safe space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we are like picking any word. Some people say, but I'm happy. And I'm like, okay, good. So let's go with happy. You know, what I'm guiding is like more like let go of judgment and let go (laughs) of perfectionism because judgment, like it's a good word. It's a bad word. I'm like, it's your word. You do whatever you want with that. So we go from there And there are a few steps, but at the end is all connecting together and it's amazing to see. And even people who don't like to write, they are doing amazing. Most amazing word actually came from that. Those people who say, I don't, I'm not writing. I don't. So, yeah. It's very, very fulfilling. I'm sure for you to see your clients open up and accept that you're not looking to win a Pulitzer Prize. Just write your stories. Just get it out there. And then you can unpack. You know, what I do is is uh, I unravel those stories. And we've had this conversation is just when you get triggered by something, it's because of the story that you're telling yourself. So write out that story. And then you can see Oh my gosh, that's why. Every time someone ignores me, my story from the beginning was that I was always ignored as a child. So I'm triggered in my adult life. But if you write it out, you can understand the story and realize that that story that you're still telling yourself is not serving you. I think from my perspective is more... Writing your story for self-expression, but in your own perspective. And it's okay that for someone else, the same story look different because it's all about perspective and nothing is accurate. You know, we don't know which one has the right one, but it's not important. And I think by the self-expression, it's my story and I'm writing it in my perspective. Is that what we need, you know? And maybe it will serve me again, but in the right way. Because if I don't take the time to do what I need to do with my own perspective, on my self-expression, I won't have the chance to use that story for good in the future. Mm-hmm. I cannot say I'm rethinking or rewriting what I already did with my first book about my adoption and everything. But I'm sure it's still part of my life and still part of me and it's okay. But it's good, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, those stories are, are always going to be a part of you. And as you mentioned from perspective, I remember after I wrote my memoir, Finding True Purpose, I sent a copy to my sister and I said, before you read it, I said, call me. So she called me and I said, I want you to know that this is my perspective. This is not your story. This is my perspective because she was played a big part. She was my older sister and she paid a big part of my, the beginning of my book. And after she read it, she called me back up and she said, oh my God, did we grow up in the same household? I don't remember any of this. (laughs) 
Exactly. I said, yeah, that's, this is my perspective. Good. That's what I'm so, talking about. Yeah. And that's exactly what you, uh, you it's know, amazing. what you need to be aware of. And, it, you know, not right or wrong. This is the way I absorbed what was going on. I think for me, it was a way to forgive. Mm-hmm. And when I started, I thought I was forgiving my birth mom and my adoptive mom and all the, you know, and at the end of the process, after long six years of really ups and down, I told my husband, I'm done. I forgive everyone. I'm good. And then he <laughs> said, I think you, yeah, he said, I think you forgot someone. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And it took me a few days to understand. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't forgive myself. So that's why now my mantra is like, forgive yourself first, love yourself first, respect yourself first. And people say, oh my gosh, you are such an egoist person. I'm like, no, I'm not. Because it's a way to actually forgive others. And that doesn't mean I forgot what they did, but that means I'm not hurting anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And when you carry around that hurt and that anger by forgiving someone, you're not okay with what they did because what they did was not right. But carrying around that hurt and anger is only hurting yourself. Exactly. My ex has been... He didn't care, you know, of what he did to me. It's still in the, um, you know, I didn't do anything. I'm like, I'm like, okay, but I forgive you. And I forgive myself for being in that situation with you because it was abusive and violent. And I was so ashamed to be, it's my second book, by the way, (laughs) never allowed. (laughs) It's all in books. Yeah, I finished. It almost, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so for me, it was self-forgiveness and f- to be in that place. Not self-forgiveness like, oh, yes, I'm good. No, it's for self-forgiveness because I was so ashamed and so afraid of him and of his violence. And we are not married for a long time. I remarried and I'm good, you know. But that doesn't mean I don't need to make peace and be okay with you know, my situation in the past because I was so ashamed and now I'm okay. And now I'm much better with my head, my current husband, Sharon, yes. and my yeah, kids. Yeah. It makes a big difference. And if you can, you know, if you can help your clients as they're writing, realize that the course of our lifetime in our life journey, most of the time we really do the best we can with what the situation is. Exactly. So even if you stayed longer than you should have, you had to make a choice based on all the information that you had to stay until. It's really interesting because it's exactly what I'm doing with my process with my client is that actually we remember the feeling, we remember the shame, we remember being afraid, but we don't remember the exact details about what happened. Like, I know what happened, but I'm not sure I remember the details, but I remember I am ashamed. I'm afraid and everything. So when I say to someone, give me, write a story. I want, um, you know, I want to know everything. I want to know, uh, just describe the room, every single details 
describe the character, describe everything. And then when we are putting back all that together, I remember why I was ashamed. I remember what he did, what I did. And it gave me really, um, it's more easy to not be judging herself and other. Yeah. And you have to, I mean, there, we know that the psyche or our inner wisdom, our soul wisdom keeps all those details away from us to protect us. Exactly. And to do what we need to do. Once you, as the writing guide, once you help them start peeling those layers, that's when they can look at the, the whole picture and look at all exactly. and remember exactly. the details. Yeah. That's yeah. why we start just with one word and it's going wherever it needs to go. There are no rules and no critic, you know, just, yeah, just go with that word. And it's a, it's a, take time. It's a process. It's a process. And you just, you know, you just start writing and, and just, uh, you know, see where it goes. And, you know, sometimes it's, I know when I was writing my book, there were times when it was just like, I don't want to write this chapter. So, you know, so write something else. That's okay. Did you have a problem with deleting some chapters? Did you delete some chapters? I didn't delete any chapters, but there was like the, the chapters about me when I was at the Walt Disney Company. I had to have a lawyer look at those because of where I worked. Yeah. Yeah. And there were some things that, that she recommended that I take out. And I was, it was really funny because I got very petulant and it was like, but that's my story. And she said, yes, I know it's your story. However, actually my editor and my writing coach said, yes, it's your story. However, no one reading this is going to know that something was taken out. So the fact that I got to write it out the first time exactly. was great. And exactly. then it was like, you know, I'm okay. I know he was a jerk, so I'm going to, I'm just going to That's why I that. was asking the question, because I remember the first time my editor told me, uh, back then I was writing in Hebrew and my, all my editors, everything was, they were all in Israel. And I remember the first time he told me to delete something from my book and not delete, but take it out and put it in another book. Maybe, I don't know. We don't. And I was like, so mad. I'm like, no, <laughs> yes, it's my book. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm crying for two months, two months of crying for that. And now it's just gone. And yeah. so he told me something really, really amazing. He told me it's already had, you know, done what you need to do with your process and it has already impacted your book. Even though you are deleting, it's impacting your book. Exactly. And it's impacting you. And it's exactly. like in life, you cannot delete some stuff in life, but it's impacting everything. It's it's like waves, you know. So even though I deleted, it was still impacting my book. And with all that, I'm writing another book. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. You don't, you never know where it's going to go. And it's, it's but, just the fact that you got it out. Exactly. What enabled you to go elsewhere in your writing process. Yeah, exactly. So if, if there was one exercise that you could recommend oh to someone who just wants to get started. Yeah. And I mean, even if it's just, you know, daily journaling, 
Is there one one thing that you can say, you know, hey, yes. think? Excellent. What? What is that? <laughs> I will start what I'm doing in my in my workshop. So what we are doing in the workshop is actually to slow down, take a few minutes in your day to be aware you are slowing down. Reconnect okay? with your soul wisdom. Exactly. Just slow down and just a few minutes. It doesn't need to be a long time. And in that five minutes or three minutes or whatever, listen, like really listen what's going on around you. Maybe something in the street, maybe in your house, maybe a dog, maybe a bird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And use your senses, you know, look around and touch and for a few minutes. And when you finish with doing all that, you can take a piece of paper, a pencil and sit for a few seconds, just breathe in and breathe out really deeply and then look inside and find one word, just one word, and put it down in, in the paper. Take the time to be sure it's your word. It could be two or three, but pick one. And then write a letter to that word. We are writing a letter to happiness or sadness, or I'm super mad right now. So write a letter. It doesn't need to be really long or just one piece of paper or in my workshop, we are doing like just 10 minutes of writing and it's a lot. So after seven minutes, people are already done. So in total with the breathing and everything, it's 10 minutes. Okay. Excellent. Well, I'm going to do that. Thank you. I want to thank you for sharing your wisdom and your insights for us today. Um, It's been an honor to have you on the show. Links to your website and how to reach you will be listed in our in the show notes, so anyone listening can get a hold of you. And before we close, as I usually do, I'm going to read our review and today's fan of the week, Scott G, who has written on the Apple Podcast reviews. Soul Wisdom Transitions with Terry is a deeply enriching podcast that guides listeners on a mystical journey of self-discovery. Through insightful discussions and inspiring narratives, Terry illuminates the path to inner transformation. This podcast is a Trevor Trove yearning to explore the depths of your soul wisdom. Thank you, Scott, for those wonderful words. If you would like to be a Soul Wisdom Transitions fan of the week, please go on to the Apple Podcasts and leave a review so I can add you to my fan list. As I said, we can reach... Odelia at the show notes. There'll be contacts for her website and email address. And thank you everyone for listening today. That concludes our episode. Thank you, Odelia, for being our guest. Remember, as you navigate through the twists and turns of life transitions, trust in the wisdom of your soul, embrace the lessons, honor the growth, and always remain open to the guidance that comes your way. Until we reconvene for our next soul-stirring conversation, may you continue to blossom into the highest version of yourself, embrace the beauty of your journey, and always be guided by the whispers of your soul. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me on Soul Wisdom Transitions. I hope you found value in today's episode. If you enjoyed the content and would like to support my podcast, 
please subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. Your feedback and suggestions are essential to my growth and improvement. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover, you can reach me at terry at beginagainranch.com. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to stay updated on future episodes and exclusive content. Remember, your soul wisdom is your power. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep shining your light through life's transitions. Until next time, this is Terry, your soul wisdom guide, signing off for now, and may your journey be filled with boundless soul wisdom. Thank you.